Hey there, welcome to the House Music Connection podcast. I am your host, Tony Fuel. And each week we, we talk with different artists to share stories and industry insights. We talk about challenges and also successes. So ultimately, we can feel more connected as a house music community and learn from each other. In today's episode, we are talking with Joseph Kirk. He is a producer out of the United Kingdom. Uh, his, his artist name is Physics. For the past several years, Physics' name has been on TrackSource's uh, annual list of best artists. And so um, I invited Joseph onto the podcast because he is very talented, but also he's, uh, he's a younger younger artist. Um, I am really excited that he is uh, keeping the vibe alive. And he's, there's another generation of producers up and coming that are doing that and um, you know, get, uh, keeping the vibe alive with, with proper house sounds. So with no further ado, let's get into the conversation. Hey there, and welcome to the podcast. Uh, today we're talking uh, with uh, Joseph Kirk, otherwise known as Physics, and um, I'll ask you about his his name and his new moniker in a little bit. Um, but yeah, wanted to welcome you to the show, Joseph, and thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me on, Tony. Absolutely, my pleasure. All right, so let's talk about your artist name, Physics. Uh, can you introduce uh, yourself as an artist? as physics and then your new moniker and just maybe for people who are just getting to know you or have listening to music for a while, but want to know more about you as a person and as an artist. Okay. So my name is obviously Joseph Kirk, AKA physics. Um, I hail from, uh, South Yorkshire in the United Kingdom. Mm. Um, I've basically started the physics moniker, way back in 2015 um how that came about was just i couldn't tell you <laughs> mm -hmm. it was just it was just one of those one of those days really i got bored and i think it was just you know wanted to come up with a name i i didn't want to go under my real name because it was just a bit too cheesy so i think i just wanted to come up with something a bit different and unique and i came up with the name physics and just spelt it how I wanted to spell it so that's yeah. that's the whole story with that so yeah I kind of it's always been house music mm. so I kind of started off with more um sort of like American New Jersey New York kind of house style mm -hmm. and then a bit of sort of UK garage and then later on in the in the productions and all that stuff i went did more soulful house and afro and and a bit more jazzy kind of house hmm. so yeah, yeah that's kind of how i kind of represent myself as 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 that art at monica um i've got a couple of other more aliases that i'm working on as well for different hmm. styles of music so cool so you're a little bit of a, I mean, compared to a lot of us who are in the scene, you're kind of younger. And so I'm curious as to how um, you got introduced, like how do you discover house music and like this proper house music style that um, is generally um, associated with those of us who are in our 40s, you know? <laughs> well, funnily enough, I never, like growing up, I never grew up with vinyl. Mm. So I'm from that generation. So you, you've obviously heard a lot of big DJs and producers say, oh, I grew up with my 
parents record collection or my brothers or sisters or you know you you hear that all the time but for me i never grew up with with the the vinyl and just picking up a vinyl and playing it i just never really grew up with that mm-hmm. um so i mean how i well i'll tell you how i got into house music in a bit but um musically i mean I mean, growing up, I know, music was never on my mind at all. Mm. I was, um, you know, I mean, my parents listened to bits in the car and um, we used to always watch MTV, watch mm. some random music videos. Um, and yeah, and they, I mean, yeah, they had a couple of CDs and stuff because CDs were the were the thing at the time. And I, I was born, sorry, I'm just giving away my age. I was born in '96, mm. so around that time, CDs were coming in, and it was just it was mostly mainstream music I was listening to. Mm-hmm. It was not really I was not introduced to the underground. I was just never introduced to anything, any any dance music. I mean, well, from, I have heard a bit of dance music back in that day. It was like funky house. Mm. It was like all that. It was like the Stardust music sounds better with you. It was just the, those sort of tracks. Mm. But um, but no, I mean, I, I just I never really grew up with music till later in my life. So it was probably, but I, I got into music when I was probably thirteen, fourteen. Mm. I, I started off with like heavy metal, mm. and, then, and then and then I got into jazz. And then just, I don't know, I got into Deep House mm. when I was like 16, I think. Okay. So how did you initially like discover that? Because um, I don't know, there can be kind of a lot of gate- gatekeepers and, and whatnot in our in our scene. And we kind of protect it to some degree. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's kind of hard. It, sometimes you have to like, unless there's like a crossover track that, you know, makes it to the mainstream you kind of have to stumble upon like house music or especially this underground style. So how did you, I guess, come across it? Um, I think I just stumbled across it randomly off, off mm. YouTube. Yeah. I think it was just, I can't remember which artist it was. It was, I think it, it might've been something like, um, might've been Ron Trent or something like that. Mm. Cher Damier. It was something like that. It, it, it the, the, those tracks they made, it was just like, wow, how oh, how, how did they made it? You know what mm, I mean? Yeah. It was just mind-blowing to listen to. Um, it just started from there, really. Mm-hmm. And then and, and around that time as well, I kind of got into production, and mm. I, I had no idea what I was doing with the production thing. <laughs> I mm. was like, starting from scratch, my mind was blank. So Yeah. That can actually kind yeah. of be a good thing because I, sometimes when we have like a little bit of a musical background, we are biased towards what our background is. And so I think it can be helpful sometimes or for a lot of people who, if you don't have that musical background, because then you can be, I don't know, like you said, the blank slate and kind of, yeah. I don't know, I feel like maybe it create, opens your creativity a little bit more. So yeah, yeah that's good. totally agree. Did you ever have any, um, experience in like primary or secondary school with music like did you take it like band or like a learn an instrument um yeah i actually did um when i was 14 i learned how to play the bass 
And okay. then I swiftly moved on to playing guitar. And then that's when I kind of got into heavy metal, mm-hmm. playing all the heavy riffs and power chords and, and trying to do all the solos and stuff. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. it, all the shredding. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was quite fun. But then it just, around that point, I was just like, I'm not into, I, I got into jazz and I started liking jazz guitar. Mm, yeah, it, it just really got to me. Like, like the George Benson mm-hmm. style of play was like, was just like, I want to, I want to do something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, yeah. I was a jazz band in high school and junior high uh, when I was, you know, growing up, and that was definitely a big influence on my history of of getting into music mm-hmm. and whatnot. So. Um, was, I guess, uh, so when you first heard house music, you, you mentioned, uh, some of the, some of those, uh, uh, other guys, um, did, did you kind of, did you hear it? And was there something that kind of came over you? Maybe like some kind of vibe that you felt that was like, this is the, this is the, what I want to do. This is for me. This is where I belong or I'm home now. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was well, well, like listening to the tracks. I think it was like the sort of the chords progressions and mm-hmm. and just, just the vocals just sort of got to me in some ways mm. i was like it just it just stuck with me sure so you started um you said you started producing pretty much around that time like right away uh what what did you what daw did you did you start with um well i started off with um sort of garage band or garage mm. band as you call it over there sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then just shortly after that I got Logic and started mm. learning Logic and I've, I've been using Logic ever since mm. uh, well I've recently well I started now yeah I started off with garage band and then and then I, I managed to get Logic so I started with Logic and I've, I've been using that ever since mm. and then yeah I absolutely love it and now I've I've recently got into Ableton, so I've got that. So I kind of, I kind of switch from both Ableton and um, Logic. It, it just, I don't know how, but <laughs> it's just whatever mood I'm in. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, it seems like you've uh, done really well with that, uh, or just with uh, production in general. I mean, you've been able to uh, put some tracks out there, and they, they all, you know, pretty much chart. And uh, recently. Uh, were named or listed on the you know track sources top 500 artists of 2023 20, and i think that you've had that for multiple years right so uh, congratulations yes, on that uh, oh thank you thank <laughs> yeah. you yeah yeah i've had that for quite a few years now i think the mm-hmm. highest i had uh, with track source was i think i got 40 i was number 45 on the soulful house top 100 mm. that was 2021 there you go that's awesome that was my highest so yeah yeah. thank you yeah so congratulations on that again that's a that's a quite the achievement and uh it's just a testament to probably your dedication i would imagine and like just throwing yourself into just learning all that you can having an open mind having that blank slate and absorbing all that you can so how did you i guess uh what are some of the the ways that you learned how to produce? I mean, obviously, you 
we learn best by just doing it and making mistakes and then improving and then making more mistakes and then improving and fixing mm-hmm. those mistakes and whatnot. So did you ever take any like Sonic Academy classes or did you watch anything for, uh, I know Jenny J. Lewis has a channel and Jenny J. Lewis has a music production yes. channel. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. going to mention that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I kind of did a bit of like I learned myself. So I was a bit old school mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, sure. and then sometimes I went on YouTube and learned some videos and Danny was, was quite helpful with that sort of nineties house sort of sound. So mm-hmm. yeah. So I've got to give him some credit for what, sure. What he's done on, what he's done on in the industry and stuff in general. So yeah. And his YouTube channel is wicked. So yeah. Yeah. If anyone, I highly recommend if anyone watches this, I highly recommend you go and check out Danny J Lewis. If you want to get into music production. For sure. So, what are your what are some of your favorite um, plugins that you use? Um, I use quite various third party plugins. I mean, I use a lot of the Whirl and Cloud um, mm. stuff. Uh, I've got the Cord, uh, sorry, Cog bundle. Mm. Um, so it's all like your M1, your Triton, um, mm. just stuff like that, really. Um, what else have I got as well? Um, it's sort of the UVI workstation stuff as well. There's mm. some really good plugins there. Um, I'm just trying to think. I mean, I got I got Serum recently as well. Mm. For, for a bit more sort of, it's kind of for a bit more tech house kind of stuff, but it's really, really cool mm-hmm. for just for various bits, really. Um yeah, and also Arturia, and mm. I've also got some native instrument stuff as well. That's cool. So like yeah. sort of various, yeah. And quite the variety, yeah. Cool. So, so kind uh, of variety. I'm very open-minded, so yeah, I, I like to check out some new plugins and stuff, and worth the money, I guess. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. So a lot of us, um, you know, a lot of people before we get into production we kind of start off as djs and that's that's kind of our entry point into production has that ever been the case for you did you have you maybe it seems like it might be the the reverse for you or have you even dj'd at all um i never d well i have dj'd probably later on Hmm. um but before i was into production no i was never djing Hmm. yeah i was just doing just playing instruments and stuff I'm kind of a musician by art, really. Yeah. Because so, I, I play keys as well. Oh, very cool. Awesome. So, yeah, and I've well, noticed that keys. in your tracks that you have, like, uh, some really just lush keys and, like, pretty complex chords and, and progressions and whatnot. And so it's uh, it's very cool to, yeah, to hear that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's my own chord progressions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, let's see. You mentioned that you DJed. Where where have you DJed, and do you do you like do you enjoy DJing? Um, I enjoy DJing every now and then. I, not for a while. I mean, the last time I played was probably what well, was actually I, I did a compilation DJ mix for King Street. It was mm. for the Abstract Jazz Journey. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the last time I I actually touched the deck. So that was like two years ago. Okay. Um, 
uh, I have done a couple of guest mixes and stuff um, mm-hmm. for various people. Um, my first gig was um, actually warming up for Victor Simonelli. Mm, very from nice. New York. So that that was in London. That's very cool. So, yeah, brings back memories. Yeah. I guess, so how did you, um, did you just kind of like take that uh, do-it-yourself approach to learning how to DJ as well? Or did you have any mentors or anything like that? Um, I'd, I've learned myself and I had some mentors as well. So I, I did learn from a few people. So mm-hmm. got to give them some respect. For sure. Never, yeah, yeah. It was, you know, learn how to use record box and CDJs. It was all it all confusing me to me because I, I mean, I I just like before I got into using all that, I just had a bin, like a MIDI controller mm-hmm. sort of DJ deck thing, and then used a um, Apple only. It was DJ Pro, the mm-hmm. what you can get off the App Store, and I was just using all that. So it, it just mm-hmm. opened new doors for me when I when I had to learn the cdjs it was quite fun actually hmm cool so um i'm gonna i might back up a little bit but um so as far as like production and getting getting into the scene how did you i guess first start approaching like labels or how did you know which labels to to approach like when i first started you mean then when you first started um, producing and then feeling comfortable enough to put something out there or at least to have try to try to get signed to a label um it just it just came out of nowhere really i mean mm. i did a i made a couple of tracks and then i just scouted around random labels and i just went to one sent some to soundcloud and then that label was Pograus records okay yeah, Martin's very supportive. In, yeah, yeah, yeah. Martin is, um, and that was back in 2016. Okay, and yeah, I sent him the demos, and he liked them and signed them. So didn't look back really, and then started working with him on a couple of other bits as well, and did a couple of more tracks with for his label. Sure. So just felt a bit more comfortable, and then started reaching out to some of us really and that's how it kind of started mm-hmm. very cool did you ever feel like a sense of like i don't know did you ever experience any resistance just to kind of being new in the scene and getting getting out there um yeah i think i was i mean i, I was quite nervous mm-hmm. um like the first release and all that is it going to get is it going to be good and all that mm-hmm so yeah i was yeah you can say that Hmm. well at least that didn't stop you and you just put you still put it out there and didn't let uh (laughs) the nerves uh keep you from moving forward so so that's great no no it's it's brilliant (laughs) yeah all right so um what are some of the biggest what are some of the challenges that you've faced as as an artist um oh god um uh, like being rejected by labels mm. 
I think that's probably one of the things. Um, saying tracks not good enough and stuff, and you just got to think, oh, I want to work hard on it, or I want to work hard on making more tracks. So, mm-hmm. so I kind of, kind of took that with me really. Um, and now I'm, I'm not afraid to be rejected really. Yeah. But what, like when I first started, I think I was like, oh god, I'm not good enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sometimes we have that imposter syndrome, and it's like, and um, I think a lot of us have experienced that at one point or another. So, but like I said, good on you for not letting that stop you and, and moving forward. Yeah, yeah. It's, have it's you? Um, <laughs> so, do you um, do you connect with anyone else that's around your age that's into house music? Is there kind of like a I don't know, do you have like a posse of <laughs> of the next generation that's coming up? Uh, that's making some house um, music. Not really, not that I can think of in my head. Hmm. It's sort of like recently, I don't. Well, I don't really keep my ears to the ground as much with with sort of house music, but hmm. I try to listen to much tracks as I possibly can. So uh, there might be something that pop up, but no, nothing, not that I can think of anywhere. Hmm. So what's your process, your process for, um, I guess, starting with an idea and then getting that to completion in a, a finalized track? Um, well, how I start a track, um, I mean, I kind of start with the chord progression, really. that That's the bit that I like to get out of the way first, because mm. that's what really gets to me. So mm. when I have that idea and then I might go to the bass line then find my drums and then add some other elements on top of it maybe later um and yeah and just start starting arranging it really i mean if i want to work with a vocalist then yeah if i would just want to get some random cheeky sam vocal samples in yeah i might so it, it really depends but yeah, kind of. I kind of get some ideas, and then start arranging it, uh, and then yeah, see what happens, and then add some more bits on top of it that I think might work. Um, so yeah, that's how I, I kind of how my creative process is. Got it. Cool. So um, some people they only work on one track at a time, and then there's the other extreme where they have like I don't know. 10 projects going on ongoing at once and then yeah. uh, it might take them several months to 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 finish like a track because of it, how it, many things yeah. they have going on where are you on that spectrum uh, i think i have more than 10 projects going on yeah <laughs> i <laughs> think i've time. got like i've got like various logic projects and ableton projects and i just go through them thinking i need to finish these and i never mm. do <laughs> sure it's just I, I don't know why but it's just how it work. Yeah. So what is the um I guess what is the how do you get so when you when you're looking at this list or this folder of like unfinished uh projects or or whatever, I guess what motivates you to want to finish those or what is the criteria that you use for uh deciding which ones you're gonna complete and which ones you're going to kind of shelve or leave leave in the folder for a while? I just well, I'll I'll just make I'll just write a list of the mm. name of the project file saying, "All right, I need to get this finished." Tick, mm-hmm. just write it down. 
So yeah, that's kind of how I work it out really, and then mm. I managed to do them. So yeah, in the end. Very cool. All right. So what projects? Uh, what up? What upcoming projects do you have uh, that you're excited about? Um. Well, I'm trying to work on a new album. Mm. That's something that I like to try and uh, get done and get excited about and stuff. So I'm trying to get the tracks for that. So uh, it's kind of a bit sort of sort of deep jazzy house. Mm. Um, that's kind of what I'm aiming to go for. Maybe some old samples, like old jazz samples, because I've been sampling some like sort of jazz piano samples and then adding some of my own chords and it's it kind of it's just a bit just an interesting combination um so i i kind of do a bit of both i mean i i i do my own keys and then i'll sometimes sample all records to make them mm. unique so i kind of just do a bit of both really mm-hmm. um but yeah i'm kind of working on this album at the minute so i want to try and do something different to my last albums that i did um sort of my my last two albums were a bit more like sort of live jazz instrumentation mm-hmm. sort of kind of afro influenced um but this one i kind of just wanted to do a bit more sort of a bit more deep house so mm. just just see where it goes really i'm just trying to compile the tracks and work on them and see how i feel about them so that's what i'm really looking forward to the most very cool. Next so with this album, do you have any um, like vocals on there that are like original songs? Um, I've not got any vocalists, but no, it's just, just some random little vocal samples. So hmm. I might use them or might not. So <laughs> sure. but we'll, we'll see. Um, but no. Have you, um, I'm trying to think back in your catalog and I, I should have been prepared before getting on the call, but um, have you done like any original vocal tracks where no one else had done the vocals before? Um, I have actually, yeah. Um, I did do a couple of tracks with a vocalist called, called Philip Ramirez, mm. um, who's quite a popular vocalist from the nineties. Um, mm. and that's pretty much it. I think. Okay. I've not worked with any other vocalists for like original stuff. Well, it's only been like remixes, but yeah. I've only done vocal remixes, but now for original vocals, I've only did only worked with one vocalist. Is, um, so is there, um, I guess there, is there anything that kind of turns you off about doing vocals or is it just like opportunity or just not feeling like you don't have the right ideas? Say more about that. Um, I think I just, it's, I think it's because I just want to do my own thing. Really. I don't really yeah. like collabing with people as much. <laughs> I think that's kind of where my heart is at. So it's mm. no disrespect to anybody. I think it's just how the way I work. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. So, it can be it's hard to get. Sorry, go on. It can be hard to kind of give up that control. Um, like when, so I've written some songs, and I usually write the song, and then then I'll send it to the vocalist after I've written the song, and um, 
but there was one track that I did one that I, I just had a kind of the musical ideas and like a, just a general theme or whatever. And I had to like, I just let go of that control, sent it to the vocalist who uh, came up, who also writes and, uh, and then she wrote yeah. the, the, the track. And so I understand about how, yeah. Cause I, I like to do things all myself and all, my, all on my mm. own, but then letting go of that control is, it's, it's scary. <laughs> Yeah. It can be like, I, yeah, scary. For me as well is that I, I'm not good at writing lyrics. Mm. It's just sort of my pet peeve. <laughs> <laughs> it's just something that I'm not, never, never been born to be good at doing. It's just that's not that, that side of music, writing mm. lyrics of a song, like words and stuff, you know, it just doesn't work for me. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of people that are in the same boat, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of people who, a lot of producers don't don't write. You know, um, I actually thought that I before I started um, working with different vocalists, I thought that all the vocal tracks that you heard <laughs> were written by were written by the producer. But uh, I was just naive and didn't know. But uh, then I worked uh, with a vocalist, um, and she's like, um, "I've never actually sang a song that somebody else wrote before, so this will be interesting for me." <laughs> Yeah. so yeah it's kind of interesting how that works so i guess most producers don't write their their music and, and i was wrong about that so yeah or they write the music but they don't like write the lyrics and the like the melody yeah. for the vocals yeah <laughs> yeah that, that's never been under my radar for the whole writing lyrics so yeah it's never been my thing sure so um you obviously put a lot of time into production because you're you know it's just hearing your productions. It's it's pretty self evident that uh, you've learned a lot and you put a lot of inve- you've invested a lot of time and, and mental energy and learning into that. Um, yeah. How have you, I guess, been able to spend that time? Do you have do you have do you have a day job that you are also trying to work around? Yeah, I I, I have a day job. Um, mm-hmm. I work full time Monday to Friday. Mm. Eight while four, not nine while five. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> so, but no, it's just, I, it's hard to make the time. Mm. It really is. Um, I try and make some time in the evenings, like after work. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes on the weekends when I'm not out partying or watching football or soccer, as you call it in America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or just, yeah, just anything like that. I just try and make the time. Mm-hmm. as much as i possibly can and it's quite difficult mm-hmm. so are you um pretty intentional about that like do you have like a day that like, do you do, do like weekly planning and then like say okay this these days i'm going to work on music in the evenings and then these days are for fun no my, no. my schedule is just <laughs> i don't think straight <laughs> it's very very yeah i, I just mm. do it when i feel like it mm. so when i've got the energy to do it I'll mm-hmm. do it. So hmm. what, it's like I, I always have an idea for a track when I'm away from studio and stuff. Mm-hmm. It, just, it just pops in my head and I'm like, All right, I need to go on the computer and get the keys down for it. So mm-hmm. it sometimes pops in my head and it makes me motivated. But um, but yeah. yeah. So what, is your, uh, what does your family think of uh, all this music stuff? Uh, yeah, they're very supportive. Um, very cool. Yeah, 
I mean, I mean, some of my family are into sort of dance music in house and mm. stuff like that, and it's quite a popular thing in in, in England, the dance music mm. industry, and so it's it's quite cool that you know you got some family who are into it and then they support you as well at the same time. So it, it really means a lot. Yeah, that is really cool. Well, let's see. So for listeners, um, was there anything that you'd want to leave as far as like advice or like what advice would you give to people who are just starting out and, or things that you, I guess, is there one thing that you'd want want to leave listeners with as far as what your whole philosophy is or I don't know. Um, just, just be yourself and find, find your sound really. Mm-hmm. whatever style of music works for you and also try try different styles of music as well don't just mm. stick to one thing because mm. that's just not a great way of presenting yourself um mm. you've got to try different styles of music and that's what i tend to do all the time mm-hmm. and i learned that kind of very early on in my life mm. so yeah just definitely try different styles of music and if you want to be a DJ, yeah, definitely go record shopping and do that every day or every week. Mm-hmm. Find find some the best hot records that are, that are out and stuff. It doesn't, regardless if it's vinyl or digital. If you want to, you know, if you want to go on TrackSource and download a couple of MP3s, or you know, if you want to go in your local record shop, you know, just to see what see what's about, you know. So that's sort of my advice. I would biggest advice I would like to give. Mm. Just try try to try different styles of music. So mm-hmm. to that, like, is that when we hear your album, are there going to be like different uh, styles of deep house, or is there going to be like some hip hop influenced uh, down tempo, maybe a little bit? Yes, I am actually planning on putting some hip hop and sort of down tempo ish stuff as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I like to do that because um, I'm really into hip hop as well. Um, like Jay cool. Dill is a big influence. Mm. Okay, on, cool. on for for like for for my hip hop sort of productions and stuff like that. Very cool. All right. Well, let's see. I might have to edit this out. This is a little bit. Uh, I, I didn't really have any other questions to ask. So. Um, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Froze um, up. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and like. Um, I guess we'll just. Uh, I'll just uh, outro a little bit. Uh, it's it's been it's been good. It's been it's been good talking to you after all this time. Absolutely, yeah. It's just uh, it's good good to get to know know different people and and connect on a different level. Yeah. I mean, I, sure. I've 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 discovered your music um, for for a few years now. I think I can't remember. I think it was twenty nineteen when I first discovered you. I know you've probably been around before that. Anyway, yeah. I, um, when I originally started producing. I don't know. Back in like 2005, maybe I didn't do anything with it. I just had like a bunch of like tracks that I, just, I don't know, eight bar loops, 16 bar loops or whatever. Okay. And yeah. I never fin- finished anything. And then I kind of like got out of music for a while, went, finished college, started a family and all that stuff. Um, but then I came back into music and when I start first started taking it seriously again was like, I think 2017, 2016 and then i had my first self-release at 2017 and then i think i had a record in 2018 on 
Knox's label, KHM, and that was my first track source really distributed release. So 2017, 2018, around there. Oh, cool. And then I started getting I think, on Pogo House and yeah. Yeah, because I think the first track heard, I think it was, was it Bumble to the Beat? Yeah, on Smashing Tracks, yeah. Yeah, I think that was the first time I think I heard your name. Yeah, I want to do more tracks like that and with that more jazz kind of a little bit of that swing yeah i think that's kind of what got me into it yeah that little walking bass line there yeah i I need to do more tracks Mm. like that yeah Yeah. you definitely do i will joseph this has been great Um, i've really appreciated the conversation learning more about you and and whatnot and i'm excited for your projects um, that are upcoming your upcoming album Um, i'll be sure to post some links in the show notes and the description to where people can find you. Um, is there any one particular place that you want people to go to more than any other as far as like online presence? Um, yeah. I mean, you can find me, well, on TrackSource. So it's mm. just physics uh, on TrackSource, basically. Um, mm. And we've got a profile picture on there and bio. Um, and all the tracks are on there, basically. And yeah, and you can also find me on Spotify as well. Um, I've made a playlist of all my productions and previous remixes and stuff in the past. So, so yeah, very cool. You can find me on Spotify as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, and uh, we'll uh, I'll, I'll be sure to look out for that for that album when it comes out. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, I'll finish it soon. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, we'll take care. I hope you've enjoyed this content. I have a free gift for you. If you feel overwhelmed by all of the tasks that we have to complete as artists today, my release roadmap can help. You can download it at tonyfuel.com roadmap. It's absolutely free. The tool helps clear up mental energy for creative activities because it gives you one place to manage all of your tasks related to music production, demo submissions, releases, and social media. Gain clarity and make more music today by downloading the, the release roadmap at tonyfuel.com roadmap.